Greetings and good morning, good afternoon. Well, somewhere in between, it's the perfect time to be sitting down to a plate of scrambled eggs, crispy bacon, maybe a glass of orange juice, or if you prefer, a mimosa. Because we're here, the Backlog Busters, with crew from our fabulous community on Discord, and what used to be Backlog Bingo Night had to be changed to Backlog Bingo Brunch because, well, if it's nighttime, most of us are already asleep because we are that old. Now, some of us are just waking up and logging on to Xbox to play until the wee hours of the morning. I don't want to name any names, but you know who you are. But we are here, not as a normal Backlog Busters episode, but we're with the community to talk about the games that we've been playing and nogging out. So I'm excited to see what we have going on. We have some fantastic people here. Joining us again from last time, we have Mr. Kaiden Zane. How are you doing, Hello. Michael? Good morning. I'm all right. You've been up for like five hours, right? Oh, entirely too long. The joys <laughs> of working first shift. Well, it's good to have you here. And also from last time, from the great state of Vermont, New Hampshire, one of those states that they all look the same. Look like yeah. pieces of. It's uh, all that's why we made it New England because that's that right. The state say, of New I'm from, Yeah, I'm from the state of New England. Yeah, so we got Takeda, Nate. So good to have you back. Thank you. And, good to be back. And hopefully, you'll you'll get that phone issue straightened <laughs> out pretty soon. It's, you don't realize how much you you miss it till it's gone, and you're like you're like looking at your hand and you, nothing in my pocket. I go to work with nothing. And I have to use a tablet at home or my laptop, but it's like they pay. It's like they paved paradise. That's that's exactly like they, it. They paved paradise and put up a parking lot. That's the thing <laughs> that you're going through right now. It kind of, yeah. Good callback. Yeah. You say? I just wanted to know how he listens to podcasts at work with no phone. Yeah, the last week I've been working with people, so like out in the field, so I, I got to entertain them, which kind of sucks because I'm I'm definitely a singular person, like to <laughs> like to keep to myself, but it's all good. Well, figures you go out to work with other people, and that's when you lose your phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it, it just it kind of slipped out. I mean, I've had so many scary instances where I've almost dropped it in the toilet. And this was the one time <laughs> it, its number was called. <laughs> At least that number wasn't two. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I would have left it. I would have been like, nope, never mind. Don't need it anymore. You better flush down. Yep. <laughs> I'm not coming in after you. The other voice that we have is Grouchy coming to us super early this morning, but I would say early, but your kids probably woke you up already. Mm, 6.30 in the morning. That is... Uh, that is rise and shine time for my eight-year-old. Eh, I, I don't know. He wants to wake up early before school, so now he just wakes up early. But the good news is he regularly like falls asleep when he should. That's fantastic. Silver linings. Can't feel the same you can't about miss my those older Saturday son. morning cartoons, right? Yeah, definitely. So Mike, Mike is here. The other, I would say that the other half of my of my duo, I feel, you're my you're my partner in crime in most things. How are you doing this morning? Oh, you know, committing crimes. <laughs> doing good, doing good. I really feel like I'm going to have to edit that part out. 
De- de- definitely not the culprit behind staying up until three, four o'clock <laughs> in the morning playing Goldeneye and and Dead by Daylight and and nope, that was definitely not me. I mean, a hundred percent better to be playing Goldeneye than uh, unclogging a toilet or the plumbing <laughs> in your house in general. I mean, I I won't fault you there. I would much rather play any game than have to deal with that mess again. Yeah, my phone was buzzing as I was about to go to sleep last night. And it told me, Blaze Night is online. I went, are you kidding me? You're just now getting online? Well, maybe I won't see you tomorrow. No but... such luck. <laughs> You're stuck with me. <laughs> ah, all right, well, it's good to have all you guys here. So, I mean, the main thing we want to talk about, since, I mean, don't really need to introduce anybody because we already know you guys from before. Um, talk about what we've been playing and what bingo squares have you been able to mark off. So, uh, you know what, Grouchy, you're in the center square, at least on my, you know, on what I can see. So, I think you've already been knocking off several games. So, I think the last time that we recorded was uh, December 31st. So, anything you've gotten cleared off this month? Um, you've been doing. I mean cleared off yeah technically i've definitely been clearing off some games um i I don't know what the squares are because i just put a picture there and i deleted all the words but i I decided (laughs) to go against the the creator guys and the creator (laughs) um i've been playing a lot of like beat-em-ups this month i'm not exactly sure why i got in the mood but i started off with shaq fu a legend reborn and I was just like, man, I need to, uh, I need to punish some people. So has anyone played Shaq Fu? I played it way back. The, the original one. Oh, <laughs> I, slightly yeah, different style free, game. Yeah. I got a free copy of that from having purchased another game on the switch. Like if you purchase this, then we'll give you a free copy of Shaq oh. Fu. And so when I got the copy like a year later, I played a little bit of it and it was, eh. It, it was okay, I guess the kids but it, would say was, mid. it was short. Uh, the humor was okay, predictable. Um, I like the fact that Shaq is an Asian man. Um, just, and they kept the joke going the entire game. Um, but then I've been just playing some other random short games. Like something I wanted to play from listening to uh, Eat the Hype Talk last year on PSVG, which was Freedom Finger. Uh, I remember seeing those pictures. Yeah, I mean it's just a it's just a cute schmuck with a lot of really bad language that I played while at work on lunch breaks because I cannot play that one at home. Um, Beat down some vampire survivors. The only thing new that I actually played in there was uh, High on Life because it had glowing recommendations from Mister Blaze Knight, who said, "Eh, "I don't know, the crude humor gets kind of boring quick," and I was like, "Crude humor." Hmm. <laughs> Let me go back to my high school years, and uh, I absolutely loved it from start to finish. So, yeah, it's definitely a very um, divided game for sure. Uh, well, now it's super divided. Uh huh. Um, oh yeah. Know, based on a lawsuit that started like two years ago and just came to light now. Oh, and my daughter is singing to everybody now. Beautiful. Dad, I want to talk to you. I'm going to stop talking now so I can talk to her. 
this is why we needed him to go first. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any of those squares that you were claiming for these games? Have you figured that out yet? Me? Yes, you. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me pull up the actual squares here. You guys are so weird. Oh, my gosh. I like wanting to <laughs> stick to rules and stuff. So Shaq Fu was a beat-em-up. Freedom Finger was a game in under four hours. Okay. Um, I beat Gradius 3, which is a game released before the year 2000. Now, did you do that on the Nintendo Switch online service? Um, no, I did that on the Logitech G Cloud. Oh, is Gradius okay. 3 on Switch online? Oh, I have no I idea. I don't remember. I, I don't, don't think, think I is. saw it. I don't think it is. But I have... I know the, fir- the first one is. Okay. I have the Super Nintendo cartridge, which I don't have a TV to hook it into properly. So I just emulated it and abused save states. Because after making it to the third world six to ten times and dying in it... Um, and for those that don't remember on these old shmups like Gradius... You get power-ups, which means you get speed-ups and different stuff like that. So when you die, you go back to, like, no power-ups. Which means you're in the middle of a level where chaos is coming in, and you're back to the (laughs) slowest speed possible. So now your timing is off, and you die and die and die and die and die until you reset. So, uh, yes, I abuse save states, and after beating it, I don't think I've ever beaten it before. Like, I remember playing it a lot as a kid... Some of the later worlds I remember little bits and pieces of, which probably means I only got to that area once or twice. But I don't remember the final boss. I don't remember the random boss rush in the middle where you have to like fight like six different bosses in a row, not get any extra shields or power-ups in between. So, yeah, I don't think I was ever going to beat that one. Um, Now, I know one of the games... I don't know if it was that one, that if you do the Konami code, it causes the ship to explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is 100% possible. So I think one of them would give you full power-ups. You can only do it once per run. And uh, the second one, which was called Life Force here in the States, that one gave you, that was actually the 30, 30 ship code, if you did the Konami code. Oh, okay. Um, okay, very nice. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I was about to say, like, if you were doing on Nintendo Switch Online, like, surely you have would have been using the rewind feature of the save states. But yeah, I mean, those games, those old school shoot 'em ups are they're very punishing. I mean, old school Nintendo and Super Nintendo games, shoot 'em ups, beat 'em ups, side scrolling, ghosts and goblins, platformers. Yeah. They kind of made them made them so that replay value, you know, because you didn't have many games back then. Oh, exactly. I mean, I remember playing Keeps you the tried. original Castlevania, and me and my buddy, we put like weeks and weeks into it. But if you go back and do a perfect run and beat the game, it's like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember this taking 45 minutes as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how much shorter a game is when you remove all of the deaths and having to start over from the very beginning. Right. Like some people when they play Cuphead. 
A lot of those games were made harder back in the day, too, just so you couldn't beat them in a single weekend rental. So you would have yeah. to go and buy the game or rent it multiple times or whatever. That's smart. Yeah. Like they wanted our money or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes. All right. So you're marking off, you said a beat em up, a game before 2000, and a. What was it? Uh, um, 2000. A game released before 2000. A beat em up, a game under four, under hours. four hours. Oh, game under four hours. That's what um, it was. Okay. I also took my center square, which was a square from any backlog bingo card. And okay. in that spot is where I chose a 2021 bingo card, a first person shooter. So that was my high on life square. So you did, so you completed it. I completed high on life. Yes. Okay. I did. Um, I'm not sure I heard you say you completed it. I knew you said oh. I heard you say you played it. I just didn't know if you had actually finished it. And then uh, when I do roguelike games, I technically consider them beaten. Like, if I go through and complete a run and beat the final boss. So, for instance, like Dead Cells. Um, I technically beat it because I went through and beat the Hand of the King again. Although, I'm going to put a ton of time into that game this year. So, I just put that into my comfort <laughs> food slot where play you know, a happy game for 20 or more hours, which I'm already there in Dead Cells. Um, <laughs> and then the only other thing that I beat was uh, I did finally beat a run of Brotato. <laughs> so uh, if nobody has played Brotato before and you play on the computer, it's a fun game. You're a potato. What is that? You get a lot of weapons. It's it's basically a, what, a shmup Except for it's not side-scrolling, you're just in a square. You run around, dodge the enemies, and shoot. Kind of like a Vampire Survivors-ish. Um, between levels, you get upgrades, get more powerful, get different weapons, stuff like that. And you have to go through, I think, 20 different levels. And you can either beat the final boss, or you can survive the time limit. And it'll give you a win. But I put that under my beta game with multiple playable characters because there's 30 different rotatoes, give or take. So it was a game that uh, my eight-year-old saw on a YouTube video, saw somebody playing. And he was like, I want this game. So downloaded it and I really hope it comes to Switch. It's a perfect handheld game. Nice. And now we have the the potato emoji on the Discord, and we do <laughs> thanks to our artist in the bottom right hand corner of my screen. Look, I just I just took the picture and cropped it down. Like that's all I did. Well, that's more I than didn't I draw was that one. To do that's why I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So, Nate, what have you been able to accomplish? I've only beat one. It's I beat Mega Man. X2, I put that in uh, a game with robots just because a lot of robots in there. Mm -hmm. But I've been working on like six or seven at the same time. And so they're probably going to come like to be finished at the same time. In like March, but, he's going to be like, I beat all these 80 hour games. <laughs> I'm sure I caught up to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because right now I'm working on a game set in the future. I have Death Stranding. I'm playing that on Steam Deck. That's such a cool game for when you don't. You know, it just kind of, it's like a chill game. It gets a little tense at spots, but it's fun for exploration and just kind of like 
the wonder of what's around the next corner or what am I going to run into and um, kind of like a futuristic world where, you know, it's kind of post-apocalyptic, I guess, but it's just there's some outside force kind of running the planet and we're stuck to like survive around whatever's there. And they've got these things called BTs where they're kind of like shadows that are connected to some, I don't even know yet, maybe a, like a hive kind of a thing where these strands come out and connect them all together. And if they sense you, they'll come after you and like bury you in this black tar mud and you got to try to get away. And there's rainfall that um, you're basically like a, like a delivery guy, but this rainfall destroys your um, packages that you're carrying. So you got to, you know, kind of navigate where you're going and, and plan it out so that you're not damaging your deliveries. It's definitely a, a style of game that, you know, takes a specific person to play. I would think not a lot of combat, not, not a lot of action. It's, more mystery and exploration. Um, I think I'm playing a beat em up. I put Mortal Kombat 11 story mode in there. I don't know if that counts as a beat em up. I mean, it's kind of a fighting game, I guess. But yeah, you're beating people up. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> I mean, if they can, story mode. I mean, if they can call Sifu a fighting game for game of the year, I think you can call <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 a beat em up. Oh, yeah, I mean, the story is really cool, and I actually had my wife watching me play one day, and. She was like, oh, my God, I could actually watch you play this story because the the animations are great. And, you know, it's kind of like like one of those movies that you see with I can't even think of like I think of what's that movie like Sparta with was that 300 or 300. something? It's just very, yeah, it's yeah, 300. It's just very overdone over the top. And the characters are really well designed and you kind of get these intense scenes and then you start fighting. And it's really cool. So I'll probably carry on that story. I don't think that'll take too long. Those those stories are usually short. I'm playing um, right. One Piece Odyssey. What's that? I was going to ask, are you going to do the uh, the Aftermath DLC as well? If there is, definitely. Is it worth it? Have you played it? I have, and I think it's worth it. Mortal Kombat 11, uh, when it came out, was one of my favorite games of that year. I don't like how it feels like they ripped off Injustice. <laughs> you know, the same the development same studio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I really am impressed with the character designs in it. Um, is that Kotal Khan? Who's the, the one with like the blue-green parts on his outfit? That's, He's really cool looking. That's him. That's him, yeah. That's just, I don't know. It's Usually the fighting stories are kind of in there just to add some substance, I guess. But this one actually has me has me sucked into it a little bit it's no, good no takeda in, in uh, mortal kombat 11 mm, no i played mortal kombat 10 for online you know on twitch streaming probably five years five six years ago quite a bit and uh i really got to like that guy and you know when you play in like a competitive scene you everybody picks their main and they learn the little intricacies of them and how to like counter and and you get it's kind of like a cool cool way to battle i guess if you know no one specific character you it's like dancing almost you you counter something and then you it's like real fighting i would imagine karate or something so that's about it i think i'm playing war wario land 4 for a platformer i'm probably going to put it in my top five platform games i've ever played it's absolutely fantastic wow nice graphics are amazing the music is great it's like grown-up mario kind of you know it's a little 
not quite so kid-like, I guess. The the level designs and the bosses are more like Mega Man difficulty, maybe not as tough, but it definitely takes some practice to learn their patterns. And um, and there's, it's just a really cool game. It was unexpected when I started playing it. So that's kind so of when the, you say, sorry, when you say you put in your top five, like top five all time platformers, what yeah. are some of the other games that you would have in your top five? Mario three, for sure. The original Rayman um, on PlayStation. I love that game. Uh, boy, Sonic, definitely Sonic two Ghost from the Genesis. Go- <laughs> no, I never played that. I never actually played Ghosts and Goblins. I'd say Mega Man X, the f- first Mega Man X. And then I'd have to really think about the the fifth final one. But definitely Wario Land 4 is in there. Nice. You said the original Rayman. Uh, have you ever played Rayman Legends? Yep, I did play that. That one's been free on like Xbox Store. And it. I think I've, I, I kind of connect more with when the first time you play something, it kind of leaves an imprint, you know, and when you play Legends, it's a great game, but it's more of what I have already played before. So that's why Mario 3, I think, was the first platformer I really got into and beat and played for months on end. And then uh, Sonic 2, I don't know if anyone ever got the Sonic 2 Genesis console, but that was quite a Christmas present when you get the first Genesis and then Sonic 2 in there and Christmas Day is just playing Sonic and rings clanking and <laughs> chemical plant zone music. And oh, um, it's a good one. It is a good one. And sometimes the, you hear the music and it just makes you want to play. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think, yeah, it's looking at my list. I'm pushing some out on um, one piece odyssey. I've been playing. That's going to be a beat a game over 20 hours. I know that's going to take me a while, but that's a good game too. So there's a bunch of things in there keeping me occupied. Very nice. And, and I see that, um, Michael has pulled up. Was it Persona? He's trying to play yeah, Persona, Persona Five in the middle of our of our stream. I don't know if he's trying to you know chip away <laughs> I, at that a little bit more. No, Watching he's it through my the exact camera. He's uh, trying to complete his social links right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were pulling up to check out your play, your playtime? Yeah, I'm up to 32 hours and 23 minutes, so I'm approximately a third of the way through the game. How are you enjoying it? That's crazy. It's all right so far. It's- pretty good like i was a big fan of four like uh four golden i got for the vita and i was in a a a rough part of my life and it's just one of those games that came along right when you needed it and kind of helped pull me through that and so it's been uh one of my top 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 games of all time so uh i was excited to finally put some time into five and see how it stacks up against that one i don't think it's going to hit quite the same but given the situation i was in then it's probably a good thing I think that's one of those things kind of like what, you know, Nate was saying, like the first time that you played Rayman, it just hit differently. Like the first time I played Rayman was Rayman Legends. And, you know, to me, that was just such a fantastic game. And of course, that was back when Ubisoft had that that particular studio that was doing like those very visual, visually attractive games, uh, like the Rayman Legends, Child of Light. So, yeah, I think when you've got something that's kind of connected to you so personally like persona four you might have certain expectations going into persona five but it's never going to probably meet those expectations because of the connection you have with the previous entry yeah and that would be the reason why like we hold on dear to some really crappy games that other people are like (laughs) ah no i don't like that but 
you know, everybody has a couple of them. Like I have two human, for instance, or Clive Barker's oh, Jericho. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Listen, I like, I like that and like Clive Barker's Jericho or uh, what was it? Wanted, you know, or wet even like some of these games that people are like, eh, that was a mid game. And what, I'm like, what, I had a ton of fun. What games, games. are you listening? Uh, 360, 360, 360. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what, I don't think I've ever heard of Wanted. Wanted? Yeah. Probably not, but... Based on the movie, based on the yeah. comic. Um, okay. Wet was a fun one, because that one you could, like, bend bullets. Like, that game. It wasn't a Leisure Suit Larry game? Uh, you know, I've actually never <laughs> fully played a Leisure Suit Larry game. Wasn't enough action for my style. I, I've got a code for one if you want it. Yeah. Speaking of which, if anybody's interested, I have a couple of PC codes for the gunk that I can give out. Ooh. The game's pretty good. It was on Game Pass. I played it beginner really last year. It was. Year. Um, a few years ago, I when they were coming out with SteamWorld Dig 2, um, they had a thing where you could submit ideas or you know concepts to them. And if it made it into the game... They invited you into like this super private group called the SteamWorld Ambassador Club on Facebook, and uh, the head of SteamWorld would go in there and he'd give out like free codes to all the SteamWorld games. So um, that guy is, I think, the Brian Jorgensen who was in the SteamWorld Direct or whatever that Direct was recently that they did, um, where he stepped down from being CEO of the company to just focusing on the SteamWorld games. So recently he sent out an email to all of us and he gave us uh, a couple of codes to the gunk on Steam since it's still free on Game Pass. Huh. So luckily, every time a SteamWorld game comes out, I pretty much get codes for it on every system. <laughs> That's cool. Super lucky. That's really cool. Really <laughs> kind of. You know people in places. Yeah, you know, I just, I got lucky. I heard about it from like Sean Capri. I submitted something. I don't even think it's in the game, but I submitted just like something <laughs> stupid and I got invited into this little club. So that's awesome. But I definitely I feel that with my, what Michael said about how like a game can pull you through like a hard time, and, it, and it's kind of like you know just helps you get through things. That's one of the great things about them. You get that one that you know if you're having some issues or whatever, you can just kind of escape. Video games are great. So, uh, Michael, what else uh, have you been playing? And I know I, you've been knocking off quite a few things because I've seen your post on Twitter. You guys yeah, are I, nuts. I got kind of nervous there for a while because I, I started <laughs> Persona on the first. I'm like, I'm going to knock out this 100-hour game right away, and I'm going to get that top left square, the big one. And then everyone else started posting stuff that they had finished. I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> I got to get some stuff in there. FOMO. Yeah, exactly. You guys make me feel bad. So the first thing I knocked out was Crusader of Senti for the Genesis for uh, I was an episode I did on another podcast and uh, that game's interesting. Looking at it, you would think it plays just like Link to the Past or any other Zelda legs, but it's uh, not really that. It's got more platforming than I expected. And the big thing is you lose your ability to talk to humans early in the game and replace it with the ability to talk to animals and plants. So you get a bunch of animal companions that give you different abilities to help you traverse the rest of the game. It's it's, it's an odd one. Interesting. Not bad, just odd. After that, I wanted to do. Oh, I started. Some... I started Final Fight because I wanted to 
do a game in its sequel. I'm like, I'm going to finally play the Final Fight trilogy on Super Nintendo. And I got through the first world of the first game and I kept getting stunlocked. It's just dead, dead, dead. Like, well, okay, I, I don't have the patience for this. I'm not going to keep rewinding or whatever. So I ended up doing Metal Slug Anthology that has a collection of the first six games and Metal Slug X, which I think was a remake of three. So I played all seven of those instead because I got to overachieve, of course. <laughs> you want, so you felt like everybody else was making you look bad. So you said, I want to make you guys look yeah, bad. Yeah, take it up a notch. Uh, those games are all right. If you play one, you basically played them all. Literally. Like little new things. Yeah, exactly. Little new things throughout the series, but it, it doesn't. it's not enough to change it. It's still run and gun. Shooty, so it's shooty. like Mega Man. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> They're all the same. They just changed the name of the robots. Yeah. Quick, Mega quick Man, Man is becomes... like the boss fights. The boss battles are just legendary. Quick Man becomes Fast Man. Fast Man becomes Lightning Man. I always love when a new one's coming out. I'm like, okay, how are they going to reuse ice or fire in this one? Because they've used it <laughs> seven times before. Oh, I'm going up against Refrigerator Man. Okay. <laughs> And uh, Oven Man. Oh, everything here is themed around the kitchen. Kitchen Filter appliances. Yeah. <laughs> Spatula Man. Fryer Man. I've heard that Vacuum Man sucks. <laughs> vacuum Man. We have a moment of silence for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know that you appreciate that, and I know I you do. do. <laughs> I can't let it show, though. Yeah, I'm wondering if I can say something like that to get my children to laugh it's, it's like they can't control it they laugh and then they are ashamed with themselves oh, so, so that's common yeah. is they secretly like the bad dad jokes but then they want to tell you yeah. how much they hate the bad dad jokes and how dumb they are right and please don't say that around my friends oh. dad right they look over <laughs> their shoulder to see if anyone's like does anyone hear that? Okay, Last I can year laugh. while walking my seven-year-old to school, we would have conversations about Minecraft. And then as soon as we got close to the school, he'd be like, okay, we have to shut up now. Like, your friends are playing too. <laughs> well, even in our own house, if it's just me and my sons, and I say something like that, they'd say, Dad, you're embarrassing me. I'm like, We're... there's there's no one here. <laughs> how How are you embarrassed? It's not like we're walking into Target and I just go, <laughs> and I do a dab. Uh, right, so that's the whole Michael, point of being a dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But oh, the sadness that comes. So much disappointment. <laughs> so, Michael, what did you do after Metal Slug Anthology? I started an RPG on the Switch because you got to have the console game, got to have the Switch game, got to have a handheld game, rotate and everything. So I played through uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus which is the the offshoot Pokemon game that came out last January. And uh, it's all right. It was it got a lot of traction in the community, you know, gamer fan base, whatever, because it mixes up so much. But I felt like it took away a lot of the things I liked, like Pokemon don't have abilities anymore and you can't give them held items. It's felt more simplified, I guess. If you can do but, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon RPG. Yeah. Wait, it's... I thought that wasn't this one of your, you know, like your part of the, that three-way tie for number one? Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely was because it's still Pokemon. 
I'm I'm part of the problem, hundred <laughs> percent. Getting put out a Pokemon game, and I'll I'll buy it. <laughs> but this was the one that uh, I used for the score to make your own challenge to make a game harder. And uh, I I jeez, uh, I can talk. I challenged myself to only use gray Pokemon. So if you go to like Bulbapedia or Cerebee, it'll give you like the Pokedex color where it says whatever, blue, green, red. And I was only using gray Pokemon, so uh, that was an interesting wrinkle on it. But it was Are you fun. also the kind I of would... person that will do the, the Nuzlocke for fun? I like to do what I call Nuzlites, which is all the rules without the permadeath. Because I'm not, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> patience for that kind of thing so so you don't take the um even drago approach of if he dies he dies <laughs> exactly. i kind of like that it adds a little extra oh definitely like fire emblem games if you have the permadeath on that's a fun way to play i i can't get behind that i don't think <laughs> so it stresses me out i can't yeah because I'm the kind of person just... who, if they die, well, I guess I'm going to need to replay that entire battle right. so that they <laughs> don't have much more grinding. That's what you do. <laughs> or you just accept that in life, sometimes you have a loss and you try to find someone new that helps your team in a different way. Nope. <laughs> no, everyone's shaking their heads. They're like, not for me, not for me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, th- so that'd be me. Like, you know what? Fine, you die. We're going to move on. And then if I make it far enough, I'm going to look around and find out that I'm the only person left alive on the battlefield because I've let everybody else <laughs> perish. That's true. Cause you, you get a little bold and you make moves you shouldn't. That's, but, that's how I play left for dead. I always run ahead and get myself killed or get everyone else killed. I always find in games where you have to like, where you have eight party members and you can only use four. I always stick to the same four. Cause I, I get comfortable with them and I don't like to switch them out. So if one died, it would force me to try a new one. I guess is, is kind of like a new, a fun way to do it. Cause then maybe you learn someone new that, that is a, someone you might not have tried before. See, this promotes replay value. You play with the one party and the next time you play, use the other party, the other people that uh, you didn't use. I never replay a game. Once it's done, it's <laughs> cut. See ya. I can't, I don't know. It's, it's just not enough time. I think it depends on what the game is because you mentioned the eight party members. And at first my mind went to dragon quest 11. And then my mind went down a different rabbit trail to Octopath Traveler. And who I, the people that I started with at the very beginning, those were my main people for the vast majority of my run. So I started with Tressa and I picked up Cyrus. And those guys were almost always in my party. But I knew other people who had started with um, Hanit. And then like she was their main and they couldn't do anything without her. But after I beat the game, I went back and said, you know what? I really like Therion. So then I, I took him. him. I, I, I took him and I said, you know what? I'm going to go as, as a single run. I, I didn't finish this all the way, but I said, I'm going to take him and I'm going to go and get all the secondary class shrines. And I'm going to go to every town on the map so I can do fast travel with just that guy. And it took a lot of resetting and a lot of RNG luck to run from battles, but I did it. I'm like, yeah. There is my guy. <laughs> so how does that good. game work? It's got the eight playable characters. Do you have to play through all eight of them to like get to the ending, or is each character self-contained? You're whoever you start with, they must be in your party until you complete all four of their chapters. The others, 
Um, you can swap them in and out, uh, but the chapters must be completed in order for, for them. So I can't go from chapter one to chapter three because there is a natural progression with that. Um, the first time that you would roll credits in the game is whenever you take your main character and you complete their fourth and final chapter. Uh-huh. But, you know, so I, I did that. And then I went through and did everybody else's chapter fours. And then I did that main character's chapter four at the end. And it makes the end credits a little bit more enjoyable. But, yeah, we we talked about it at the Discord a little bit. Uh, it's the one I'm interested in, but... Like I said there, uh, it's not going to be till after Persona's done because I'm not doing that to myself. It's a it's a very visually stunning game. I agree. The, the story is almost kind of half-baked, I think, and there's not strong connectivity between the characters. There are moments where they have conversations with each other, depending on the who you have in your party, at certain story beats in the game. But it's not mandatory like you would have in a, let's say, Final Fantasy IV or six or Chrono Trigger. Um, but it's, for me, I still poured in over 80 hours and enjoyed all of my time with it. The and gameplay think, is really good. Yeah. Uh, some people might get upset about having to break an enemy's defense, but it's part of the strategy. It's not just turn-based, hack-and-slash kind of thing. It's, okay, this enemy that I'm fighting is weak to swords, and I have a character who is using a sword, so I'm going to save up their uh, th- their boost so I can break their defense so my next guy can hit them with his attack. So even if you're attacking someone and it doesn't break the defense, it still does damage. It just doesn't do as much. And so part of the fun is figuring out what the enemies are weak to and then having a good party that can hit all kinds of uh, shields, whether it's any of the six weapon-based ones or any of the six elemental ones. And gotcha. I think the sequel's coming out within a month. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's next month. Yep. Got to start saving that money now. <laughs> so, uh, Blaze, what have you been doing? And again, you only have four minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, no. First of all, no. And and, and second of all, um, I have been hard focusing on my uh, Dirty Dozen. So... <clears throat> I'm just going to relate back to what some other people were, were playing. But uh, for my a game with robots, I played uh, Sonic 2 and finished it for the first time. Uh, it's a good time. It's a Sonic game. Platformer. You know what to expect. Well, rings everywhere. Um, then I, I beat, uh, for my beat a Metroidvania square, I played uh, an indie game called Redo. It's uh, one that I got in the, the Carpool Gaming Pack uh, that I got for doing the artwork for, for Sean Capri. And uh, it was it's all right. It's a little short, and the combat is methodical. Um, but it, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I would recommend if you really like Metroidvanias and you're, you're struggling for one, it's worth playing through. But if not you can skip it and then i did a a game originally released before 2010 uh that's this is the most recent game that i finished was Mega Man x3 uh first time that i i played that one at all and it is very weird to play what is for me a brand new Mega Man x game uh 
Uh, I played it on on Xbox uh, through the collection, and um, it is significantly harder than Mega Man X One and Mega Man X Two. Um, oh boy! Just in general, like the boss fights, the I don't know. Maybe I just didn't get the timing right yet, but it, it was really really challenging and like uh the final boss without giving away the too many spoilers like you have to use um a very specific weapon and you have to hit um a very tiny tiny spot on the screen every time and you have to do it just a certain way or they don't take any damage at all and it is <clears throat> um more than a little frustrating to, to deal with <laughs> um but it's still a great game. Uh, no, it's my least favorite of like the SNES trilogy uh, for sure. I, I'm one, two, three uh, guy. Mega Man X, you know, that's the one that I played on the original Super Nintendo, and that one's gonna probably always be my favorite. Um, I'll, I'll probably continue to replay that one for many, many, many years. Just it's it's a perfect game, but. Uh, X3 is not that, but it is, it is cool. It, ha- it gives you the option to have, um, like ride armors that you can unlock, you know, and you could have like those in some of the other ones, but it was just whatever one you find, you find, but, but in X3, you get like, you're punching one, which like normal, and then you get one that has a drill on it, uh, that's similar to the punching one. Then they have one that can fly and shoot missiles, which is like the best one, which I, I really enjoyed playing with that one and then they have one that was um it was the the f1 and like it hops like a frog and is the only one that could stand to be like in the water so i maybe it was supposed to be for frog i guess but it wasn't super clear and you need it to get like one specific like uh power up uh i i did not like that one very much because it they (laughs) they put it in a section where like it's difficult to get through it with the the short hops that it makes you do because you don't walk normal at all you just hop mm-hmm. and like if you don't do it just right you're gonna fall right into a hole and it is frustrating for sure <laughs> controller smashing uh, <laughs> well i don't smash controllers they're expensive no me either yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> especially these days yeah you know, back 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 when in, on the Wii when remotes were twenty bucks, you know, then we could talk about it. But now uh, they break on their own. Just using them regular, <laughs> or they break your TV. Right? Yeah, or they break your TV. Oh, that that was funny. And then I did my beta game in under four hours, and for that one, I did the original Mega Man. And for as much as I was saying Mega Man X three was hard, this one is, is significantly harder. <laughs> Even uh, because I don't think they, I don't think that they had the design philosophy that they had for the X games for Mega Man, the original one. It's like there's just parts where there's nothing you can do but take damage. You have no choice but to take damage, and I I hate that. Like I I watched speedrunners over the years, and like you're fighting the fire guy, and like even with his weakness, you still have to take a certain amount of damage. Like there's just nothing you can do. But there's only six bosses. Right. So there's only six. You would think. Less, 
Yeah, they also have the Yellow Devil, which I don't know if you've played a whole lot of Mega Man, but um, notoriously challenging. And all you need to do yeah. is use Elecman's weapon and the pause button, the pause trick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that works on um, the the yeah. remaster collection that I played it on. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I beat him legit, and it was it was challenging for sure. Did you feel rewarded after, though? Like a sense of accomplishment? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> like, glad that's anyway. done. Right, exactly. See, you get it. You get it. Yeah. And then, um, for a game that was originally released before 2000, I played through the original Castlevania. Um, and this one doesn't have a rewind function. Um at all so i could use save states but not rewind so i played through the original castlevania with save states and it would usually i would get to the end of a level and then save state unless there's like a particularly challenging part like in one of the levels they have the section where like you're running through and there's the birds flying by and they're dropping the little fleeman on you and that section is just really annoying like like you can get through it without taking any damage but it it's it's not fun. So I save state after that. Um, and then I did do a save state between the different forms of uh, Dracula. Now, Dracula's first form, I think, I think, I haven't played all of the Castlevanias, but I think always is like the same type of fight. And I've done it in a few other games, but it was like harder in this one than I remember. And I, I tried to watch, like, how do you beat this? And so, like, I watched a speedrunner, which is never the best idea, by the way. But I watched how he did it, and it was like, yep, that's not working for me. So I had to, like, dodge the fire attacks differently than he did. Because he'd, like, jump and, like, get over the fire every time and hit him in the head perfectly. And I just I just couldn't pull that off. I had, I had to figure out my own way. But I did feel um, a little more satisfied finishing this one than I did finishing the, the Yellow Demon. Though... I definitely think it would have been more so had I played it the intended NES hard way, where you have to start over every time you you lose. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that that's uh, one of the games yeah. that I actually beat as a kid. I feel very proud about that. Impressive. <laughs> Hats off to you, my friend, because I don't think that I could do that. Like, I mean, if it's the only game I have, I guess I could maybe bang my head against it long enough to do it. But it's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hats off. And the last game that I, I finished for the Backlog Bingo um, so far is a game uh, that I previously gave up on. And that game for me was Hue. Now, uh, I gave up on this game not because it was hard, but because I just wasn't in the mood for a puzzle game when I played it. It was like I played it one time and it's like, okay, well... That was fun anyway, and then I just I didn't come back to it. Um, but I came back to it this time around, and it's um, it's a fun uh, color-coordinated uh, uh, puzzle game. And like for people listening, you might think, well, okay, well, that means that people who are like colorblind can't play it. But they do have a colorblind mode where they replace, well, they add, and on top of the color, they add symbols so that you're just matching the symbols. Um two different scenarios and like this game is pretty cool in that um like 
when you switch to a certain color, it washes out all of like the other things that are that color. So like if there was a block in your way and it was like teal, for example, you could switch to teal and then that block goes away and you can pass through it. So it was a, a pretty cool, most like pretty short um, puzzle game. And I'd recommend anybody who, who has access to it, which if you collect your games with gold, you should. Uh, that's how I got it. Um, I'd recommend it to people who enjoy puzzle games. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I think I played a little bit of that, and then I just, and I think some of the puzzles became a little bit tedious. And I went, uh, you know what? I'm okay. I need to move on. See, I'm not it, in, in, a, in a backlog bingo group at the point at, at this at this point in my life, so I can drop it. It it harpened back to me for when I was playing. Um, the original Super Mario Maker, and I was in like a sub community in the Super Mario Maker like world where we were doing one screen puzzles, and a lot of what Q was is just different one screen puzzles. So for me, it was just hitting that perfect like nostalgia, and so I was loving every minute of of that for that reason. So it was like, yep, I could see like if I had these mechanics, this is a type of puzzle that. I would have made or this other creator would have made. And so like for me, it would just, it, it was it just hit a little bit different, I suppose. Okay. Sounds good. So I have actually completed some games, which is last year at this time, it would have been rare for me to say that I've completed anything, but I think because of my persistent streaming and sticking with games, I'm able to knock things off with more regularity. So I finally finished up, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So that took me several playthroughs. Uh, I think the time to beat was, like we mainlined it, was like 17 or 18 hours. It took me quite a bit more than that. I kept checking every nook and cranny to get all of the, the materials I could get for doing upgrades. Which was kind of silly at some point because there were 15 upgrades that you can get for Peter Quill's character. And I had all those, but I was still going and collecting more... Uh, I guess more items. It, just seemed, it, it was kind of ridiculous, but I just felt like I needed to. The visually, it was, it was a very pretty game. Ran well. I liked the voice acting. It kind of took me a while to get over the fact that I wasn't hearing the actual Marvel actors' voices in the game. But I kind of liked the person who did Peter Quill's voice, even though it wasn't Chris Pratt. It, it well, was, he was busy voicing Mario, so he couldn't do both games. <laughs> so we, we hear him enough these days. We're good. It's me. Yeah, but everybody, all the voice acting was was really good. Um, fairly decent story. I think the biggest drawback in the game, the biggest negative, was the combat. It just kind of was samey. You would learn new abilities, and you would have to make sure that you chose the right elemental dial, so to speak, on your gun to stun an enemy or to take off their shield. But after that, it was just like, okay, I'm shooting you, and I got to make sure that when it, my gun overheats, that I then press the button at the right time so I can keep on shooting. But then also having to, I guess, give commands to the rest of the guardians to to do their attacks, and that was something that I wasn't really paying too much attention to at the very beginning because they seem autonomous. But if I were just give them commands, they could actually help me out. But then sometimes they would fall in battle, so I'd have to go heal them and revive them so we could keep on going. But, you know, it's on Game Pass, so you guys should definitely check that out. 
interesting game. It's not the Guardians that you know from watching the Marvel movies. So the some of the storylines in there, you'd be like, oh, that's not how it is in the Marvel movies. But I think it might end up being truer to what's actually in the comics. But again, I, I don't know because I have not done much with comics since I was about 13. So that was a very, very long time ago. So I was thinking that I would put that in my uh, comic-based, a comic book-based game, Square. Because that's probably going to be the only thing that I play that's based on a comic book. Uh, the other game that I played and completed, well, completed as far as I'm going to complete, is Katamari Damacy. I had started playing that a couple of years ago, or longer than that, because we had it on the Switch. That's one of those games that does not automatically save. And so I'd play oh, through a couple of levels, and I quit the game or went to something else, and then I came back, and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, it didn't save, because you have to manually save. And that's one of those quality of life things that it's so easy, easy to forget about when you go back to some of these older games. Like, did it save? So I played through all of that on stream. And if you don't know what Katamari Damacy is, and this was actually Katamari Damacy reroll, you are this little prince character, and your dad is the king of all cosmos. It's very weird. It's very over the top. But the main thing is that you are supposed to take this little ball, this little Katamari, and roll up and collect different items that have to be smaller than the ball. So as you do that, the ball, the size of the ball will increase. So you can get to, you get to grab larger and larger items. So you might start off where your catamar is only five centimeters big, but then you have to grow that to a meter. So you're picking up paper clips. You're picking up uh, mahjong tiles. You're, you know, picking up erasers. And eventually you grow and you can pick up big blocks of cheese or rats or, you know, baseballs or maybe even a cat or maybe even a little girl that's running around the neighborhood, maybe a car, and then maybe a house. And so you just keep growing and growing. And it's, it's cute in the way that you can do that, just picking up items. But the controls are, I guess they're called tank controls. I don't know. But you're using the, the two analog sticks. You know, if both are going forward, your guy's going forward. If you do them in opposite directions and you're turning around. It, I had issues with the momentum. You know, trying to stop, trying to turn. And so I kept missing items I was trying to pick up. Or I'd get like bumped or hit by other items, other, I guess, creatures that could that you weren't big enough to pick up. So you'd like hit them, bounce off, and you might lose some of the pieces that were on the Katamari. So there were times that it was very frustrating, but it's a cute game. So you can usually find it pretty cheap, like under 20 bucks. So if anybody's interested in that, you might want to um, check it out. The music is very, I guess, catchy, and it'll get stuck in your mind, for sure. I spent one whole day just singing the intro song. I'm in the middle of teaching a class, and I'm like, Mr. Craig, what's going on? Nothing, nothing. Just got a, just got a song in my head. It's okay. And uh, so I haven't figured out what square to put that in. I guess I should have looked at this before. It's not a beat 'em up. Remaster, wow! After making fun of me for not following yeah, the rules, that's probably. <laughs> what do you mean not following the rules? He had an idea. He just didn't write it down. He's like, "I'm going to play this game, and when I beat it, I'll decide where it's going to go." Well, that's what I do. I'm not going to yeah. pick a square and then 
find a game for that, play the game. <laughs> uh, and then, not that I don't know if it could really count, but I can mark this off. Uh, I beat Super Mario World. The for who knows how many times I've beaten that game. <laughs> But, you know, I guess I could put that as a game that I beat in under under 30 minutes. So is under that four hours, under 30 minutes? Under uh, four, four hours. Four hours. Yeah, I'm going to put that under four hours. Yeah. I mean, at the next year, if you would like an under 30 minutes square. Now, <laughs> I, I do think... I do think that there's a speedrun square, maybe. Is there a speedrun square? Or is that just when we talked no, about it? It got, got pulled for uh, people not being happy about it. Wait, so what was, this, what was the idea behind the um, speedrun square? It, it essentially, it was beating a game twice. Beat a game and then uh, do a speedrun on it where you beat it again in a quicker time. Hmm. Sounds very cupheadish hmm. to me. <laughs> People speedrun everything these days. Well, look, the, the easiest way to reduce your, uh, reduce your total time in Cuphead is to first play it on the Switch and then play it on Xbox or PC. You'll reduce your total time playing it by quite a lot because of the load times. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's really what I've what I've been playing. Uh, now Michael knows that I played just a little bit of Transistor. Um, and I, I, know, I know you're disappointed that I didn't stick with that. I'll get back to it. Uh, but there was a new game that came out on Game Pass. This, like, it was kind of shadow dropped and I had to start playing it and that was Hi-Fi Rush. So I'm going to keep working through that one. And that looks like that's going to be a good game for a game that has robots. Because there are a lot of robots. And you yourself are kind of robotic. Is that like a... Have seen this. Is that a rhythm-based game or something I saw? It is a rhythm-based combat game. It's, you know, it has a bit of platforming in there, uh, I mean that's not, that's not the main thing, but you know, in, in a three D world, so like, oh, I need to get up here to get some of these you know, gears, which are the currency for doing upgrades and stuff. But yeah, you're a lot of times you just get into this one room, all the walls close down, and you've got to fight a, a wave or two or three of of robots using different combos. So attacking to the beat and everything in the world, there's like this internal rhythm that they're going to. And you can actually press a button to see what that rhythm is. If you're having a hard time picking up on the cues and you have a quick and a, a heavy attack. So the quick attack you can do on every single beat, the heavy attack like every other beat because of the, the windup that's involved. And you learn certain combos so that you can pair those guys together and do you know, a combo where you rush at an enemy, you knock them up into the air and you start wailing on them and then do like a finishing move. So it's, it's pretty satisfying once you can get the rhythm down. And the visuals are, visuals are top notch. I feel like you're in a comic book, a very stylized comic book game. Very, to check very it out. colorful, very rich. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that they did during the developer direct for Xbox, and they said, "Oh, by the way, it's available today, and it's on Game Pass." Well, That's cool. That looks really fun. I think, like in terms of the the comic book style, your main character if he's just standing there. He's got this internal rhythm going on and he'll just like snap his fingers to the beat. And when he snaps it above it, you see like the comic book stylized snap as he's snapping, you know, then disappears and then snap. It's just, there's a lot of character in the game. So definitely anybody who has game pass, you should check it out. 
I saw someone compare it to, uh, they said the visuals reminded of End of the Spider-Verse, so that got me interested instantly. I've seen a few people compare it to, I've never played it, but Sunset Overdrive, Jet Set or maybe uh, Jet Set Radio. Jet Set, yeah, that's what I thought when I saw it on the store, was Jet Set. I was like, oh, did they remake that game? But that's something completely different. Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's good so far. Uh, again, I've got to get, I have to do better with with the timing of everything, because I get into the zone where I just do the same combo over and over again. So in each of the battles, you get a grade, like a letter grade, based on your, your combos, your your timing, and how quick you were able to you know clear out that uh, particular instance. But yeah, it's um. It's, there are definitely times when I'm, it's made me laugh just with the dialogue. So, yeah, it's good. I'll check it out. Yeah, I might check that out today. I downloaded it. It's on my list of I mean, stuff else, to get to. Gonna do? <laughs> it just makes me love Game Pass even more. Yeah. Game Pass is great. Yeah, this is one of the one of the many, many times that I'm glad that I finally up to having unlimited bandwidth for my internet service provider. Um, so... Before we go into like what other games we're looking forward to playing or whatnot, I just want to ask Michael, if you didn't have the phobobobobo, uh, the fear of being beat out by others, um, <laughs> would you have put enough time into Persona <laughs> to have beaten it already? Because, I mean, you threw in Pokemon, which is a longer game as well. And I, I did Final Fantasy V, but I mostly did that one like on my downtime at work. Um... Don't maybe <laughs> I, I'm just curious because <laughs> it's really other than the Arceus, it's been shorter games. I'd probably be close if if I hadn't beaten it yet, but I'm I'm hoping by the end of February, the next time we do one of these, like big, hey, I I got Persona. We'll see. I accept that. Fear of being beat by a I think that's one of those really horrible guys in the original. Yeah, the one with the big head. He got. He was in the movie. Oh gosh, a double dragon. It was a great movie. Yeah, free on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, awful. That is not a good movie. I watched it and I went, what? What is this? I mean, it makes the Street Fighter movie you know, look like a... Anytime like an people complain about movie. modern day video game <laughs> movies being bad, I point them to the Double Dragon mm-hmm. movie and uh, Doom. But... <laughs> oh, that was rough. No, no Final uh, Fantasy Spirits with him? I have a soft spot for that. Uh oh! Uh oh! Yeah. If they didn't call that one Final Fantasy, that one could be a fine movie. Yeah, that Spirits Within. (laughs) That's not a video game movie. Like, come on. There's very little from the games in in it at all. Like, it's not a video game movie. I'm sorry. I I think we can all agree that the best video game related movie is The Wizard, not Super Mario Brothers. I liked it. We got we got the new Mario coming out here in a few months. We'll see how that Not is. Sonic Two or Wreck It Ralph or you know. I think there's a. Uh, 
Detective Pikachu. None of those. Detective Pikachu. Have you not seen the Detective Pikachu movie? No, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Oh, do that. It's actually pretty good. It's 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 really decent. All right. it's, it's, it's decent. That's the ringing endorsement of backlog bingo. <laughs> I, think I think that's on the case. Yeah, I think that was definitely one, one of the box quotes. It's, it's, it's decent. Thoroughly decent. Oh well. Two I think stars. that the like, I think the official reviews for it from like uh, the hoity-toity movie reviewers was that it was watchable. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you, nothing wrong with that. It's, if it's watchable, for, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, for for compare for them for a video game thing, absolutely, it might as well be top notch. Yeah, there are there are many movies that I would put, not in the unwatchable category, but I have my own personal two hours of my life that I can't get back category. And um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I watch those some of those movies will come up, and I hate it because you think, oh, this is going to be a great movie. So many people have talked about how wonderful this movie is, and you go, wow. Blade Runner was a waste of my life. <laughs> wow. I know it's probably going to upset some people. So, I've sorry. I've never seen it. I, 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 I said that, and then Michael just goes... <sighs> no, I've actually never seen it. Okay. No, but my, my mind immediately went to like Knives Out that everyone raves about, and I'm like, it was, that was okay. I'm not into it as much as other people. But, but, but there are some movies that... Surely there are movies that you've watched, and you've gone like... This was just uh, like uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched Where the Wild Things Are. No, nope. I've heard that one. Supposed, pretty, supposedly it was, pretty it, was, it was supposed to be based on that Maurice Sendak children's book. Yeah, yeah, I've it was, seen it. It, it was it was bad. Or Soylent Green, classic movie, Charlton Heston. <laughs> I, and here's the thing: I went off my dad's recommendation. It's like, oh, that's a really really good movie. I'm like, okay, dad. And I watched it. And I went. Well, my father is a liar. <laughs> I'm going to have to let him know how I feel about this. And of course, Don't he comes like, me, Dad. He's like, what, what do you mean? That that when he says, you're so angry as people. I'm like, no, no, no. That's, uh, yeah, that was a line. That was something that he said. But, you know, of course, movies in the early 70s just take what should have been this and mm-hmm. they extend it. And things are just so slow. I just, I can't. Anyway. Let's I've actually never seen that. Reference that line yesterday at the store. <laughs> well, okay, how did you reference that at the store? What so, did you do? I, uh, I got it from Simpsons. Oh yeah, that's pretty good too. Uh, they had puppy chow, which is like the Chex Mix covered in chocolate and peanut butter or whatever. But they called it people chow. My wife's like, oh, I don't know about that. And uh, <laughs> they made the soil and green reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think there definitely are a lot of movies where like you know a quote, even though you've yeah. never seen the movie, and you're probably better off not not seeing that. <laughs> They're well, so baked into popular culture. Very true. Very true. All right, so what do you guys have uh, coming up next? What are the games that you're trying to, to knock off? Go back in the kind of same order, Grouchy. What were you looking at taking care of next? Um, so next month, I definitely want to start some of my longer games just to put some hours into them Um, because this month I focused on just knocking out a bunch of quick games so that as the year progresses I'm not like oh I'm yep I still have two games beat nope still two games beaten 
So I just knocked out a bunch of quick ones so that I can be like, yeah, seven <laughs> games. I feel attacked right in now. three months, I'll be like, <laughs> I beat game number eight. So um, one of the ones that's just kind of ongoing for me, uh, play a game here and there, is the Super Mega Baseball 3 backloggers. You know, I'm like four or five games into the season. Um, it's 48 games long. And then I'm assuming if I get to the playoffs, it's a little bit longer. So my goal is to uh, just play a few games a month and by the end of the year, you know, beat it in December. That's my all year long game. Um, I want to get into one of the shadow games next month, either Shadow of the Tomb Raider or Shadows Overloathing. Both of those games should be about a 20 hour game. Um, so we'll just depend on whether I want to murder people or have a stick figure humor and, uh, shadow of Mordor or shadow of war. Cause I've beaten shadow of Mordor before. So I might just start all three shadow games and just have like three 20 hour shadow games. And, well, it's in a know, month where the groundhog it. could see a shadow or not. So there you go. Oh, Oh, nice. and the fact that I grew up in Punxsutawney makes that hard. <laughs> wow. <even> <laughs> That's crazy. So my question is, if you don't make it into the playoffs in Super Mega Baseball, is it still beaten, or do you have to start over? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> beaten. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, uh, well, no. Uh, this year, I don't I don't believe it was finish Finish a sports it, game. Yeah, finish a sports game. So technically, I would have finished the season. Um, and I did Daddy. that for people who don't Daddy. want to uh, beat. Oh. Was that Chewbacca? <laughs> I have to go let Chewbacca out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dinosaur just walked in. <laughs> you know what? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Absolutely. So, Nate, what do you have up on your docket? I'm probably just carry on what I'm working on. I don't know. I got like a good kind of like Michael said, I got one on every system pretty much. And I'm trying to focus on just playing what's on there. Um, I think next month I might start something new. I'm trying to think of what's coming out next month. If there's any big releases, I don't think so. You had said Octopath, Octopath too, Traveler too, <laughs> but I might wait on that. Um, knowing that tears of the kingdom is going to be in May. I don't want to add too many like longer games. And then yeah, I, was, I thought there was something coming out next month that I was looking to play, but I'll probably just keep going on Death Stranding. Um, oh, Outer Worlds. I was going to start Outer Worlds this month. Ooh, that's a fun one. And uh, yeah, you know, it's similar. It's the same style of like Fallout New Vegas, I guess, that same kind of feel. Yeah, I've played a little bit of it. Yeah. I think I played a little when it first came out and got to the first space station. I think so we'll definitely jump into outer worlds and keep going with, I'm probably I'm on the last boss of Wario four. So I'll be posting that nice. in the discord here in the next nice. probably couple of days. Be sad when that one's over, but, uh, you can always replay it. Yeah. I can <laughs> always replay it. I, mean, I got like whenever the, you beat it, it just, you know, all of a sudden gets dusted away. I know, but then I'm like, well, there's other games that I could be making progress in. Do I want to step back? And then somebody would be like, hey, do you want to play Rocket League? I'm in two um, Madden connected franchises with, with 
um, 32 other people, both leagues. So, you know, those come in sometimes where my matchup will be like, hey, do you want to play tonight? So that takes an hour out of the day. It's a it's a balance for sure. So then, my question is: Other than WarioWare, are you actually going to play anything this year that is under ten hours? Uh, or are they all going to be long opuses? Uh, probably. All. I like the long games. It, it just... The fact that you can like pause and come back to it later—that's <laughs> the most impressive part. It's taken about I find ten when years. I step away from something. Like I had that same problem with Fire Fire Emblem Three Houses. Like I paused, and now I just can't get back into it. I think the thing of it is, I figured this out over the years because I used to be that way. Was you give yourself two hours, play your old save, and just just say I'm going to do two hours. And if I'm completely lost still, then stay screw it and start over. But eventually, it does come back. It's weird. It comes back to you, and you're you might not remember exactly where the story was going, but the mechanics will come back and you'll just pick up the story where you're at and it'll be kind of like a new game, I guess. Well, you've got Hades on your, uh, on your dirty dozen. If you're good enough at that, it could be under 10 hours. Yeah. I'm going to, that's, I'm probably going to shoot for that in the summertime. I like that idea of if it's been so long since you played it, give it a couple of hours and you're either going to remember where you were and what you were doing, or you just need to, you know, blow it up and start all over again. But at least give yourself that opportunity so that you don't have to restart everything. Right. It's like a new TV series, you know, give it give it two episodes. And if you don't like it after two, then then give it up. But sometimes it takes a while for stuff to click with you. Yeah. Where's Skinny Matt when we need to point at him and say Dragon Quest Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We we just name dropped him. He 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 knows. He can feel it within his soul <laughs> that we were talking about him and Dragon Quest Eleven in the same breath. He'll listen to this. <laughs> yeah, he will. So, Michael, how about you? What are you trying to knock out other than Persona 5? <laughs> yeah, I was absolutely about to say that. just Because I'm hilarious. I have started Bravely Second as my handheld game, which is yet another turn-based RPG because I can't <laughs> seem to learn my lesson. They're fun. Those are the good ones. Yeah, they're yeah. so fun. And they, they are like kind of pick up and play, especially at work when I have like a few minutes when I'm waiting for an elevator or something I can go through a few battles or whatever and be done. How long do you have to wait for an elevator? <laughs> uh, some days it's, it's a while because I work in a, a distribution center. So people are constantly taking pallets and up and down and it can be a while. Okay. Other than that, I think I want to start something new, even though I already have like seven other games ongoing. I should probably finish a couple up, but uh, next month, Grouchy's theme for February was to start a long game, so I think I might start my 100% RPG because I can't learn my lesson. You know, like with the the themed months, like February, start a long game. Not January, February, March, April, May, June. They're not all start a long game. (laughs) You started like four long games in January. Yeah. I finished one. That counts for something. (laughs) It'd be Final Fantasy V. Uh, if I do start my 100% JRPG, it'll be Tales of Arise, which came out last year or the year before. It's been a couple of years, I think. 2021, September. Yeah. You I know what? If you, start, if you start that one, let me know because I need to I need to start that too because mine's still shrink-wrapped. <laughs> it's the best Tales game for sure. It's really good. What which one? Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise. It seems like Never it's a sparse 70 hours 
to 100 percent so we'll see how that goes nice only 70 hours well only 70 we have all the time in the world because we're adults that means we don't have to worry about doing chores or getting an allowance we can do whatever we want to because we're we are 40 hour work weeks to worry about uh sir i i go to work for 40 hours that's my chore (laughs) <laughs> my allowance is the paycheck at the end of the uh, two-week period. And uh, my punishment is my wife telling me I have to pay the bills. Yep. Potato, potato, whatever. Potato, potato. Keep that potato. Mike, other than more Dead by Daylight and Dead by Daylight and Goldeneye, <laughs> it's like I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, 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 did I take everything off your plate? Not even close. Not even close. Like Mr. I said, no I'm, man's sky throwing daggers. <laughs> I I'm working through my dirty dozen, so I'm only halfway through uh, that. So for a dirty oh dozen, my. I I have. Um, Little Hope, which I've already started, uh, and I need to finish up. And I have Blossom Tales, which I've already started, and I need to finish up. Uh, and then I have four that I haven't started yet, which are uh, Aragami, uh, Shadow Edition, uh, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and The Quarry. So I'm looking to um, finish those up in the, the next month. Um, in addition to playing copious amounts of Dead by Daylight and Goldeneye and all of the other things that are distracting me from doing what I set out to do, which was complete the Dirty Dozen. I wish Emo Esk was here so we could throw Destiny at him too while we're throwing shade at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's called sideways glancing. That's, that's what we do here <laughs> on, the, on the Backlog Busters. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he wasn't allowed to disturb the king to join our recording. Which right. was code for, I'm going to go in the other room and play Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, time's valuable, you know? If, if you got a raid to do, you got to do it. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, that's, that's good. So I'm going to keep playing more Hi-Fi Rush. Maybe I'll get back to some more Transistor and, and just kind of like my, I guess, like off-streaming time. I just keep plugging away at No Man's Sky. Not that I have any intention of getting to some kind of end game state with that but just because it's fun to run around and discover things and explore there's just so much to do there and it's kind of a for me it's a chill game and until i do something wrong and sentinels start attacking <laughs> and then it's it's um it does not go very well um but anyway, what about yeah, when you're like out in space and trying to get to a planet and you run into enemies out there that always would catch me off guard too. Well, I think the first time that happened that I got into some kind of uh, combat in space, I was just trying to mine some of the asteroids that were out there and yep. I accidentally shot a random ship. It wasn't even a Sentinel or a pirate. I just shot a random ship and they started attacking me. I was like, Oh, I'm going to blow you up. So I did. It's like, great. And then more came and then more came and then more came. I kept, that's awesome. It. And someone in the stream was like, you need to run away. Why? So they're just going to keep coming at you. So I had to somehow make it to the surface of a planet so that I could escape them. But 
yeah, I quickly went from being no threat at all into that system to being a seven star threat, which is like the highest <laughs> threat. I was like, okay, well, I, I didn't know. And you guys were a little bit late in telling me what I should be doing. Well, it's like Grand Theft Auto. You just have to go into a paint and spray. Right. Yeah. All, all, that's, I've been playing Vice City a little bit too, the remaster, and that's great. It's like, oh, 20 cops chasing me. I'm just going to park in here and nope, they're gone. Well, I was, uh, so last night I was playing and there was a, uh, a building that I was trying to get into, but I had to shoot the door. Unfortunately, I was on a planet with high sentinel activity. So as I start shooting, all of a sudden the sentinels are alerted to my presence, but I used the manipulator to dig a hole in the ground so they couldn't see me. And I waited for the cool off period. Okay, then they leave. I go back and I shoot a little bit more and I go back down so I can hide. This is just a whole lot easier than me trying to actually shoot them. So unless it's for uh, like one of the trade missions where I need to like shoot so many Sentinels. But yeah, no, it's... I'm having way too much fun with that game. It is a fun game. I just... Who knew? Who knew? I guess a lot of people knew. I'm a little bit, you know, slow on, on that stuff. All right, well, I guess that's all we have to discuss today. It's good to see that people are knocking games off their back. Like, like so many games I wrote down here that you guys uh, got through and completed. Um, your lists are way longer than mine. And I only have three games on there because I included Super Mario World, which doesn't even really count. But thank it you counts. guys for joining us. Uh, thank you. You know what? I'll take that. I'm going to take that as a victory. You know, I thank you guys for joining us this early Saturday morning. So early. Like, even before lunchtime, which is why this is the Backlog Bingo Brunch. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure that you follow all of us on the socials. Uh, I'm going to put all of those links in the show notes, so check that out. Also, we're going to have a link to our Discord channel. So, if you are not part of the community, go ahead and jump in there. It's never too late to get into those conversations. I know a lot of times it feels like, not that there's any kind of gatekeeping with that, but you feel like, how do I get into the conversation? It's easy to jump in, whether you're talking about, you know, drinks that you that you like to um, like to take down, or well, you know, there, there, there's that alcohol type channel. There's a channel for sports. <laughs> there's just a general channel. You know, even if you find that there are some great sales, but then the you know, backlog builder part, or if you're knocking games off your backlog, backlog busting, put that stuff in there joining part of the community, joining the discussion. And it's a, it's a great time. Um, always full of smiles and laughter. So check us out. And then not only that, but you can join this discussion if you want. Come yeah. on a Saturday morning, talk about it. And next time, Mathman will be providing organic, gluten-free mimosas and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know about the organic part, but gluten-free for sure. Because this is a person who likes their bacon. <laughs> so, until next time, Grouchy, since you're here, I always let you do it. Peace out, Trapper on News.